0: The broadcast is now starting. All attendees are in listen-only mode.
1: Hello, Glenn, and thank you for joining us today. Would it be possible for you to give us some background into LSE and how you came to start using Nexum?
0: We had, as a, as a school, we had a, a, a very uh, decentralized um, collection process. Um, so for, for we have, obviously, uh, multiple customer base, uh, predominantly um, student-orientated, but we also had our sales customers. Um, and our experience was that there was lots of local chasing going on for, for our sales customers, so within the business units. Um, we had a more centralised um, student collection uh, but what we were looking to do was implement a system which um, gave, us, gave us as a school an assurance that a collection cycle was happening um, consistently um, via each account um, and across all of the ledgers um, in, a, in, a commercial, in a commercial approach. Um, so it, it took the, the risk away from an individual. Um, and pushed it down a system orientated approach which gives us a sense of comfort that things are happening as they should Um, and that was kind of the one of the key key drivers the other was the um, the student and customer experience so ensuring that everyone was getting a consistent um, approach to account management um, and also um, being able to treat customers with the history of how we've managed their account which we didn't have So there was a complete gap in in our advice and not having anywhere to go back to and be able to see what engagement we had with that customer.
1: I think the focus, Glenn, across all, all markets that we're in, is about collecting money that's outstanding. But it's interesting because although it can be argued that a student owing money is no different to anyone else owing money, there's um, quite a unique set of challenges that represent themselves to you within within this industry. Would you like to just talk us through that, Glenn?
0: I think it is. I mean, I we, we you know I sit on go um, um, to various conferences and so on, and speak to to, to colleagues um, both within the school and outside of the LSE uh, I think the approach um, to to have a central finance core but that looks at um, um, debt management in a commercial stance is is it's some, sometimes it's uncomfortable for people to look at it that way um, because it's it's very different it's a cultural shift it's a cultural change um, but we're of the opinion that y- we have to take that and we, we have taken that jump um, and it's it's not that it's been easy from uh, from a cultural standpoint system wise you know that the, the system has allowed us to manage that uh, culturally that's a different question um, and that's that's been that's been one of the big um uh, bridges that we've had to cross
1: then when we started the project lsc had a specific way in which they wanted to deal with the um customer stroke you know student and there was very much an ethos behind this and some some very sound principles which I think um, many other businesses could learn from. Could you just talk us through that
0: i I yeah you, know, you know from from my experience we we have um, on the student front we you know we've collected in in finance sort of student feedback since 2009 um, and essentially, you know, it's, it, the, the student experience is it's a buzzword, um, but it, it's about that customer satisfaction. Now, students want visibility. They want to know what's going on with their account. Uh, we deem them customers, academics deem them students, but ultimately, they're paying a fee. Uh, and, and the management of that and the collection of that, that has to be transparent. And the student has to be able to, or the customer has to be able to see what's going on. And that it's fair and transparent. So. You know, our business approach was to um, to map that out, and um, then you've got consistency and fairness. Um, so from my point of view, from a, from an auditing point of view, if somebody were to come in and say, how have you managed that account? How have you collected that? I can say, it's all followed the same path. Yes, we have exceptions. Yes, we manage um, accounts on a one-to-one basis where there are mitigating circumstances, but we have an assurance that this is actually going through steps one through five.
1: Excuse the comparison, Glenn, but it's a very wide and diverse product um, set that you have, and and customer base. If we put that into a sort of commercial analogy, would you um, would you agree with that?
0: Yes, I mean um, we have a, a, um, a very high proportion of international students, um, and as such sponsors. Um, so managing, you know, an international. Um, Network of sponsors where their their uh, their processes and their procedures are different from our payment options uh, or our, our collection terms. That in itself is is uh, something that we have to manage. Um, so that yeah, the sponsor profile is 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 different, uh, but likewise the the growth in executive education. Um, we we you know eighteen months ago uh, when when executive programs were becoming um, increasingly part of the school's um, strategy. We had no way to manage um, student expectation. So an executive course that may last 17 months, where a student might um, have a, a very different payment profile than your, your undergraduate or your taught masters. Um, so in terms of what Nexon has allowed us to do, it's allowed us to build a payment plan or profile Per course type, Um, so it's about like granular level detail. Whereas historically, we just couldn't manage that. We didn't have the resource to, um, and we didn't have the the system-led approach that would allow us to do that. It 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 was, and we didn't have the facility to. So from a, this goes back to the whole customer experience question. So, if we if uh, a program had been agreed, you know, by for example the Department of Management. It's a 17-month program, and they, their payment profile is they can pay in, you know, seven installments. Um, we didn't have any system to manage that. So what would happen is, by the very nature, we would contact those students um, as if they were a standard sort of taught masters. Now the student experience would be, well, hold on a minute, i have I'm I'm on an executive program, and my plan is X. Now we didn't have a facility to manage that, so we would almost have to exclude them and take a manual approach in terms of contacting them, okay. which um, from an organisational point of view is just not sustainable. So, uh, yeah, I think that, that the fear factor's gone to a degree for me that um, we can facilitate adding on an additional executive course, uh, an additional payment profile quite easily. Um, so, you know, I can go out and speak to these programme managers and say, yes, we can facilitate and manage that for you. So I think it's um, a, so know, that, can only speak whereas the it was a big fear factor before, um, it's not now. You know, my remit is to centralise income collection. And it's to ensure that things are happening in a, you know, both a commercial and in an illegal stance. Um, so we do we do engage with uh, departmental managers um, and business units, and we state this is what is going to happen, um, and we'll support you, but this is this is the route that things need to go. So we do actively engage, and we've got a bigger um, strategic drive over and above sort of Nexum to to, to, to to manage that recentralization But I think the fundamental thing for me is if you don't have an application that allows you to to do that, you can't roll that strategy out. So it's about having that that tool in place. Really helpful for me is to know that there's the data that we can extract that we never had. So for example, we can now see how much it's cost from a time point of view to to collect a debt. So every action has a, a nominal cost attached to it. So when we come, for example, to the end of the year and we say, "Look, this debt is a thousand pounds, but it's cost us, you know, three thousand to collect." Um, from a write-off point of view, you've got the history there. We didn't have that before. So it's about the the fundamentals of what's going on in the background that's really helping us make business decisions as well. Um, and I think, I to be honest, I don't think we've touched upon or scratched the surface uh, within the LSC of what we can use it for yet. Uh, yes, we do. I mean, we're um, the the LSC takes the approach that I mean, we we work with the customer. So we're not going to, you know, within means. You know, our payment plans are um, across terms, but if students or customers, they need to realign those plans within reason, we'll realign them. Um, and that's something that we, we openly offer. It's about being realistic about collecting that debt, um, you know, and making that business decision on that. But yes, the you know, Nexo allows that facility. Um, the realignment is, you know, it's really straightforward. Um, and it, it, it works for us yeah i mean we've you know we we from a you know from the LSE's point of view once again we we, we have uh, departments which we deem sort of business units and they take a responsibility for um sort of income and expenditure um at the moment or historically they've never had any visibility about the collection of um uh, an invoice or a debt so they they they'd never see that visibility. But what we're looking to do, and what you said, Jim, is it's about transparency around that management information. Right. Um, so what's the history? Um, what was it cost to collect? And essentially, you could um, it's about it can answer a couple of things. It it can for me for my business unit say, look, we we're we're under resourced because it's costing us X to collect, um, and it may be that those costs are transferred elsewhere, and that we can reclaim them as a central finance unit um it depends it depends on what the scope or or remit is of that of that uh, university but certainly if the data is not there you can't discuss it if it is there it, it forces a conversation yeah so you know i think one of our one of our core issues um with with the start of the the project was we um our customers didn't have a view of, of, their, of their accounts or of their debt. Um, now, the goal for us is to centralize that. But we have a number of systems that hold that, hold that data. So we have our student database and also our finance system. Um, and it was about bringing those two, those two systems together and presenting the information we needed within Nexum. Um, so it, yes, so in, in that sense, um, that, that's been key. Yeah, I mean it's you're right. I think when we when we kicked off the project our scope was very much uh we want to centralize our income. Um and we were re- uh, we then found out that, you know, internally, um, so separate from Nexum now that we have to be realistic. Um so we scoped that and we, we moved that back to just our our student fees and our and our commercial debt. Um but we you know, because of what we've done with Nexum on that front, we're looking to then in the future and future projects um, bringing other um, sort of ledgers uh, or income streams um, so we do and can achieve that long term strategic approach of centralization I think so I mean from a um, you know for me it's about it's about getting the fundamentals and the foundation right so if you if you have the tools to be able to state this is what the school's doing, I think that that's what's key. You need, the end users want an assurance that if, if they are losing um, the ability to do something that central finance or whatever arm of the university is running that, they have a tool to manage that. Um, and that's, you know, that's the big thing for me is to say, yes, we do. And it's, you know, we've had some, some very quick wins. You know, for example, we have a, a big research division um, and we were able when we roll this out, to re-centralize that collection. Um, and that that is a very, um, I would say, it's um, high maintenance area. It, that, that requires um, a very um, clear sort of strategy in terms of collection. Um, so with the rollout of Nexum, it allowed us to re-centralize that. And that's something that it just wouldn't have happened. Um, you know, it, It's been outside of finance for a number of years. Um, and in terms of a quick win, that was something that was very high on our agenda and we achieved it yeah sure I mean uh, I think we um, <clears throat> I say we we in finance when we when we kicked off the project um, part of what we we sought to do was to to draw up um, our 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 business rules our you know our process flows um, the reality of what we drew up and then when we met with Nexum where they started to question sort of our business logic was quite um, it was quite enlightening um, so where we would historically have um, followed a number of steps um, I think the sort of Nexum consultants would say, well, they would question what we were doing and make a suggestion to say, well, why don't you do this? We had looked, we hadn't sort of thought outside the box. We had very much said, oh, look, this is what we do. We want to replicate it. And that's not, you know, from the Nexum sort of consultants, that's not what they're saying. You need to think outside of that and try and achieve your endpoint. But, but perhaps look this, look at this, look at this process. So I think we went through a number of um, sort of iterations in terms of the um, the process documents and we ended up with a much more efficient and streamlined um, business process flow, um, much more so than what we first mapped out ourselves. So I think going through that and having the commercial experience um, thrown at us as as an institution, that really helped us sort of step outside of our, our comfort zone. Yeah, hundred percent. It's there was there wasn't any. um, I think the technical side and the application of that um, that was something separate. But it was very much talking about your business process and how that could work. Um, And then you know the logic of looking at this, like you say, it looks scary, but the reality is, it's just you know it's questions and answers. No. And I think that's the, you know, take, take for example, uh, document creation or just say, for example, a, a workflow's been built and you're sending out a letter. You can very simply, you know, add on a, a, a document. So whether it's an invoice, whether it's a plan, you don't have to have any technical knowledge at all. I'm not a technical person. Um, but, you know, you, you once you look around the system, um, you start to get more comfortable with it. And you can make tweaks um, at local levels. So you don't need to get a, you know, IMT or IT involved to do that. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, um, I mean, without going into too much detail, it's just changed our approach in terms of the way we we capture, you know, uh, or deal with sort of telephone calls even. So it, I think it changes the fundamentals of how you engage with that customer because it's about capturing each engagement and each interaction. Um, I think it's useful from an auditing point of view first and f- foremost. Um, it's having Um, to see what steps has gone through. But it's also from the, um, I think, from uh, working with colleagues. So whereas before we didn't have the history of what had been discussed, now we can pull up the comments and see what was discussed, what comments have been made, when they happened. For us, it's because we we went with the decision to capture every single piece of communication. We've never done that before. Um, So we've gone the complete opposite of where we were. It is. I mean, you know, we, we've we've gone right from we have a from the student front. We have what's called a drop-in service um, to where our staff offer uh, an advisory um, service. We never knew the stats around sort of students attending that, uh, or what they were attending it for. Mm-hmm. We now have. I mean, this is, I don't know, Jim, you're going to talk about it, but we have sort of a there's an auto text function within yeah. the system, um, and that allows us to create bespoke um, auto text whereby. Uh, we choose that, for example, we have auto text drop-in, and then the member of staff is required to put some um, text around that. We can then pull those stats out to see how many students have attended that session. So, I think it's not just for us; it's not just a collection system. We use it as sort of as a sort of a CRM functionality as well, it's about capturing all those engagements. It, it may be a business decision to go out and you know buy a couple of systems, but for us, this does two things at the same time: um, it's doing the collection, but it's also capturing you know, that something that we've never been able to capture before. Um and it's tangible and we can report on it. Um, I think that's what's key. Sure. I I think the it's it it I'll be very honest, it's very, it's a very difficult marketplace. Um, you know, it sometimes it's it's easy to sit back and say, you know, it's been done this way, let's carry on doing it that way. I'm I'm of the I have the reverse opinion and I think it, you know things should always be reviewed and questions um with a view to Ensuring that what you're doing is is correct from a legal point of view from a compliance point of view But also from a customer point of view Uh, and if that means tearing everything up and reviewing and starting again, and you know Reviewing that I think that's key. Um, I think the sector um, Doesn't or is 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 quite fearful of looking at um, debt or student debt from a commercial approach I think it's it's the the fear factor around um, It's education. So if a student, it, it, the, 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 the sort of the discourse around education is it, it's about education and a, a debt. Yes, it has to be collected, but collect it in the background. Don't make a big deal of it. Um, the reality is that you know it's it's the the cash flow is fundamental to to the to, to the school or to an institution. We have to have a mechanism to collect that, and we have to adopt a commercial approach. And we're not saying that we're. We're not looking at individual situations, we are. What we're saying is we, we have to be very clear about what we're seeking to do. Um, my approach is, is that, yes, we have different customer base, we have commercial, we have student, but what Nexmo will allow us to do, or what a solution will allow you to do, is, is to manage that expectation, and you can tweak and you know put those business rules in place. Um, and it's about having a consistent and centralized approach to that. Um, I think you know from my point of view we looked at other solutions and they were standalone they would be collection for student only or collection for, for commercial only what we wanted was something that was central so it could manage all of those different ledgers and apply business rules across those for for, for what we needed um, and you know from my point of view I don't I think the sector needs to start looking at at their their, um, their their accounts, their account management, and also the way that they collect debts with a view to centralization and a more commercial approach.